This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello. Happy New Year and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermeuver, and today in episode 163, we are going to look at a technology reset in your homeschool for 2022. So I must just admit up front that I am recording this just directly onto my laptop with no microphone at all. I'm currently visiting my son and our suitcase was too full of other things to include the microphone, which is a little big. Uh, and I did manage to get this recorded before I came. So I'm just uh, recording it straight onto my laptop. So if the sound quality isn't so good, I'm sorry. So as I was thinking about what to talk about on this very first podcast episode of the new year, I thought it might be good to take the whole of January off to have a look at technology, how we're using it, and how perhaps we might like to change its usage during this year. And I hope that as I think through these things, I will bring you along with me and we can think through it together. I would love you to join our Facebook group, Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. The link is in the show notes. You can find the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Come along there and let's actually get some discussion going this January about what we are going to be changing. So this is the first of the episodes and it's going to be a a general overall look at technology and then in the next three episodes we're going to do a deeper dive into email, uh, tech skills and finally organization and using technology. So there's going to be a little bit of homework. You can choose to do it or not to to do it but obviously I can't check up on you. But to get the most out of this, you may want to actually just sit and spend a few minutes thinking, even if you're doing the the homework, just driving to the store and thinking it in your head. Obviously, if you take a piece of pen and paper and think it through or discuss with your spouse or with your children, could be even more helpful. So today is going to be three different three different sections, three different areas that I want you to have take a look at. And the first thing is look at your tech devices. Now, I'm looking at particularly just at your main ones, your phones, your your, uh, tablets, um, and your laptops. Obviously, if you want to go further and think about smart speakers like Alexa, etc., you can do that too. And here the question is, do you need to upgrade and do you need more? You may decide you have so many, you actually need less, but that's probably not as much of a problem for many of us. So let's just first think about upgrading. Just think about all your technology. And even if you don't have the money to do it right now, perhaps you need to budget, that's okay. But you you need to think through, is this a priority? Do I need to budget for it? Or can it wait another year? So um, I know that one of my things I need to think through is actually getting a new phone. Um, my battery is starting to die fairly quickly and I know it's really not most of the times worth replacing the battery and I should start to think of upgrading. I haven't for a while. To me it's always a huge hassle. I'm one of these people that uh, doesn't upgrade really fast. My kids will upgrade every time there's a new version. I just don't care. 
as long as it works, I'm fine. But you do need to start to say to yourself, is it working slower, my device? Do I really need to, you know, upgrade? Do I need to think through things like that? Um, you also may need to think through whether your child needs a phone or not. And this is something you don't want to jump into quickly. Uh, when we, our first kid, I think reached, it's a while ago, either 15 or 16, we decided that was an appropriate time for them to get a phone. At that stage, they weren't really smartphones, but um, obviously as she got older, she eventually got a smartphone. And the the age, we, and I'm trying to remember now, it was either 15 or 16, but the age worked fine for our sons. Um, but then our daughter is, is five years younger than our younger son. And we suddenly realized that she was just getting left behind with her peers because she didn't have a phone when she was 14. Now, I, I'm still not a proponent of giving a phone to an eight-year-old, but maybe you have a good reason for it. And I don't think there's a, a, a definite age where your kid needs a phone. And I think this is very much something you need to think through your, your own family needs, um, you know, the community you're in, etc. One of the reasons my child, my youngest, actually needed a phone was because she went to public school. All the rest of them had homeschooled all the way through. She homeschooled until high school and then went to high school. And suddenly she was having difficulty in keeping in touch with um, what her friends were doing. She was out about more that I needed to know where she was. And although she started with a flip phone, it really wasn't uh, very successful. And so a year earlier than her siblings, um, or it might have been a year and a half, even she got a smartphone. So you just need to stop and think through is, you know, does your child need a phone yet? It's going to be very difficult if they have one to take it away from them. But you, you do want to sit down with your spouse and think carefully and, and rethink this every few years because the world changes. And, um, you know, I was very hesitant. I, I like my rules. You know, the kids all get the phone at this age. And eventually I actually reached out to one of my older kids because I thought they might feel peeved that she was getting it younger. And they're like, mom, you're being ridiculous. Of course she needs a phone now. So... Just throwing that out there, stop and think. Um, don't just assume that a hard and fast rule you set should stay in place. The second thing is, is this, well, on the still the devices, think about do you have enough in your family? If your children are getting older and you're finding that more and more of them are actually taking online classes or needing a laptop to do research or to do homework, etc., do you perhaps need more? Um, I realize there is a cost involved and I realize I say you might not be able to get it immediately but if you start to realize this is an issue you could save for it even if it means that you're getting one when the prices are really good um, on Black Friday which is still obviously months away or you do it on the um, tax-free weekend as school starts uh, start up again in the fall. Chromebooks are very inexpensive you can only get those for about $200 so don't think it's going to be you know a huge outlay to get an extra device. I know as an online teacher um, and just also I coach our, our Science Olympia team sometimes I'll say to kids you know have you done this work yet and I'll say well I, I can't right now because I'm waiting on my siblings to get the um, to get the laptop and I realize that perhaps four of them are all sharing one device. Now, obviously one device is better than no devices but do stop and think is it perhaps time that each child needs an own device um, or you know and maybe you can get one a good price and or just wait until you can get one to good price but if you know you need it you'll make it a priority so that's the first thing stop and just do a little look at devices upgrading or needing more the second thing is the more obvious one is usage here's where we all need to look at it are you using um, tech too much or too little as I've mentioned in the past my dad always 
one of the things I remember seeing us growing up is balance is hard to achieve. And I see both versions, you know, I see people just living on their tech devices. And obviously we all know that's not good for our health. On the other hand, um, I would also discover, especially say again, kids will arrive in my high school class and they will have very little tech knowledge. They won't know how to save a file. They won't know how to find files they've saved. They um, perhaps don't have an email account yet. Um, maybe they just don't know how to uh, use a, a word processing program. And so they will find an online class very difficult when they're not used to doing anything um, much with a computer at all. And so you need to stop and think, you know, obviously this is an age appropriate thing. Is my child needing to learn more tech? Should they be spending a little more time? Should I be using more tech in my homeschool so that it becomes a natural part of life? Or on the flip side, is it too much? Now on the too much side, I'm going to suggest two different resources that you could do as a family. Both of these came from um, a podcast that called Note to Self that I used to listen to while it was still going on. Um, the lady who uh, hosted it, Manoush Samarodi, looked at a lot of different tech-related topics, but she ended up having two challenges which are still up and you can still do them. The first one I did not do. I really heard about it. My oldest daughter was listening um, when she did this and she now has a book called Bored and Brilliant and you can do her, her Bored and Brilliant Bootcamp. So if you go on to Note to Self, the um, the podcast website is still up and you Google Bored and Brilliant, look for her bootcamp or go to the show notes. And through this, she was showing that the fact that we use technology so much actually stunts our creativity. And I say, otherwise you could get her book. You can find it on Amazon. And that we need to be bored more often to actually spark those new ideas. And that is something particularly obviously with our kids. We don't want them to every time they're bored just pick up their phones. But sometimes they just need to be bored and just let their minds wander. Um, and so I would suggest you perhaps go through her bootcamp where she leads you through different uh, um, exercises. Um, I think it's probably also over five days like she did in the next one. The next one I did do. And this was called Infomagical. And it was looking at our relationship with tech um, in a few different ways. And I actually use this in the my computer applications class. And if you've got seventh grade and up children who you feel could deal with learning a little bit more about digital literacy in all forms, do look into signing them up for this class in um, fall of 2022. It is a full semester class and you do need to start at the beginning of the year. But I go through everything, just, you know, learning new tech skills for the kids. But also we look at things like this, the actual tech usage. And we look at um, scams, just I cover like a wide gamut of different topics. But I do get the kids to do this. And I would suggest you could do this right now, you and your children. And again, every day, um, Manoush takes you through a different thing. So you listen to the little podcast and she tells you what to do and then you do it. So it's like, um, you know, looking at your phone. Do you really need all the apps on your phone or have one of them become addicting? It's different things like that. She's not ever saying stop using tech. It's rather let's be mindful of the way we're using tech and are we using it well. So that's what I would suggest you do stop and you think through and look at. And then the third area is are there areas of frustration in your life? Now I'm not talking about tech, just generally. What things in your life frustrate you? What do you feel like could be better streamlined? Tech often has a solution. As they say, there is an app for that. 
Um, and here's where I'd like you to just come on to our Facebook group or you can shoot me an email at um, meryl at funderfunder.com and just ask for my opinion. But I know like one of the little um, frustrations that was in our life with the kids growing up, and I've talked about this product before, but um, I would go shopping and I would get back from the store and one of my kids would go, oh, you didn't buy more XYZ. And I'm like, well, you didn't write it on the list. And they'd go, well, I thought you knew. And I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't eat that item. And they said, well, I didn't know you were going, you know, all those kind of complaints. Well, um, when my, my son, the actual one I'm staying with right now, when he was in high school, one day he just kind of told us we all needed to get this app. And um, it's a shopping app called AnyList, and I, I'm sure there's many more out there now. And he said, we all needed to put on our phones, because by that stage we did all have smartphones. And he said, when we need things, we need to add this to the list. And suddenly that problem went away, because if he forgot to put on the app, something that he did for a science experiment that he was doing at home, or um, a snack that he liked, or whatever it was, it wasn't my problem, because he had, he had access to it. So as soon as something ran out, whether it was your toothpaste upstairs, you know, in the bathroom, or something downstairs in the fridge. Teens typically have their phones with them, and even adults do nowadays. You just add it to the app. And that solved the problem in a fantastic way. It also meant that my husband ended up being in Kroger unexpectedly. He didn't have to say to me, oh, what would you like me to pick up? He just opened the app and he grabbed everything that was currently listed as being needed. So that's just one example there. And, you know, your frustration may be something entirely different, um, you know, and it might be something that tech doesn't solve, but quite likely there is some kind of thing that will make it slightly better. Obviously, you know, um, there are always going to be things that nothing much can solve. I'm not talking about those, but if it's a frustration that you feel there may be a better way of doing things or streamlining Perhaps this is where technology can do what it's supposed to do and be helpful because that's essentially what technology is. It's tools that make our lives better. So do join me for the rest of the series as we look at these different areas uh, during January. If you think this is will be helpful to friends, please won't you um, share the podcast on your social media accounts, mention it to your friends. Uh, it's the best way for people to learn about uh, new new podcasts or for mine, all podcasts is if their friends tell them about it. So I would love if you actually just uh, spent a few minutes and told somebody else about this. And I hope that you will find this useful uh, as we kind of look through different areas of technology during January. And then um, we'll be looking at many different topics this year. I'm hoping to find some people to talk about things that I don't know that much about either so that we could all be learning together. Thanks again for listening. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.